Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Tag Podcast. Episode 8 already, Jesus. Episode 8 already. Wow. I know, I know. Um, sorry for the delay in, uh, in, in last week's episode, um, if, if anybody even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, uh, that will be up at least before this episode, so. Yeah. No worries. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll, you'll get by. In the future, we're probably not going to do musical podcasts again. Yeah. Until, <laughs> until we until we have a much smoother system of doing it. Until and well until we until we get a you know a, a, a few members of staff who can yeah. just handle all the editing. Some um. trolls. Yeah. <laughs> I'll enjoy it. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll they'll, play the, they'll we'll pay them in biscuits. They'll do it for peanuts. Um, yeah. Actually, no, yeah, you're right. Biscuits, peanuts are expensive. Yeah. Cash. Unless, <laughs> unless you get them, unless you get them unroasted and unsalted, then they can be a bit cheaper. I, I think we can arrange that. Let's, let's just buy them wholesale. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Right. Perfect. Got, there we go, guys. We've got a plan. So. <laughs> Anyone interested, email in your CV. That'll be a polite no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so this week we are talking about adult animation. We are and indeed. We don't mean the sort of taboo kind that you find on the internet. Although, actually thinking about it, there probably is some taboo <laughs> kind of the type of stuff that we're talking about on the internet. But it's not that type of animation we're on about. We're on about um, Family Guy, South Park, basically sort of, you know, like um, adult animated sitcoms. Yeah. So, I mean, I suppose the opening... So this is uh, really what's your favourite? It's a good question. I'd say at the minute, probably I'm really liking Archer. So um, you got me into Archer. I do like Archer. You made me watch Archer. I did like it. it is I fun. make you watch a lot of things. This is true. <laughs> this is true. But Archer was one of the ones that stuck. Mm. It's still on my Netflix as one of my favourite things. So yeah. Um, but I don't think it's as widely access widely accessible as sort of your standard sort of Family Guy, Simpsons, everything like that. No, like, no, I, 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 yeah, no, it's it's. it's you it's, try it's, and quote Archer to someone, and they don't really know what you're talking about, unless it's the meme of uh, "Do you want to get ants?" Because that's quite a popular meme. <laughs> but because that's still, how you get ants. Not a lot of people know where that, that meme's actually from. <laughs> Even though it's yeah, got a picture of Archer with it, you know. Yeah. No, no, no I know. I know it's uh, it's 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 been a slow burner. I mean, I didn't discover yeah. it until I think a year and a half ago. Um, mm. But it already it was already at least in season four by yeah. then, I think. I think um, the thing I like about Archer is, and it's what you said to me that sold me was the fact that it's it's quite sort of closely linked in the sense of sort of cast and creation as Arrested Development. Um, it's got mm. got a couple of people here and there, sort of like, and the features. It's quite similar, sort of comedy-wise, and I love Arrested Development. Yeah. So that that was a that was a big selling point for me. But see, I, I'm I'm going for more of a more of a standard answer, uh, more of a you know, pretty much like everyone sort of knows this one, but at the moment, mine's American Dad. Oh, that's uh, good. That's a good choice. Uh, and I need, I need to watch uh, some of the new series. But... Well, the new series hasn't actually started yet. Oh, is it not? Um, 
they released uh, three episodes, um, but the three episodes were basically unaired leftovers. Um, oh, right. From, uh, from other seasons, possibly all from the last season, I'm not sure. Yeah. But there, there are three episodes um, that were unaired as a, as a sort of mini-season through Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does feel a little odd because they're all Roger episodes. Oh, right, yeah. So, um, but uh, they're all they're all they're all pretty good. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, yeah, no. I the was quite starts yeah. in a couple of weeks, I think. I was quite upset when I heard that it had been cancelled, but then sort of a couple of days later picked up straight away by TBS. Yeah. Kind of feel like maybe TBS should have been around when Firefly got cancelled, but you know, oh well. They saved yeah, American good. Dad. Yeah. They saved American Dad. So, but yeah, no, I like American Dad. It's um. I think the thing I like about it is, you know, everyone loves watching Family Guy, but mm. it gets to the point where you can only watch so many episodes of Family Guy where it kind of feels like you're watching just like one long episode of Family Guy. Yeah, uh, they do do tend to bleed into each other. Yeah, yeah like, some, some, sometimes you'll get a good one, like uh, the recent one where Cleveland came back. I haven't like seen a, that one yet. It's it was it's a nice breath of fresh air. Yeah, I, I mean sometimes there's some very memorable episodes of Family Guy, and, and the good thing about Family Guy is when there is a memorable episode, it's not just a little bit memorable. It's like it's a really good episode of Family Guy. Like uh, one of my favourites is the um, the hour long special that they did um, where they go to James Wood's mansion, and it's like Cluedo, um, mm. like, who did it, who did it, sort of murder, um, and that was See, that. I, was... I enjoyed it that one, but it, well, I don't think it's my. Fa- I don't think it's probably like my least favourite of the longish episodes they've done. Really? Yeah. Oh, I liked say, it. I just I just felt a bit fresh, bit bit different to what they've been mm. doing. Sort of before, and obviously you you have the um the Stewie and Brian episodes, um you know Road to blah blah episodes, mm. but they haven't really done one since um Road to the Multiverse, and that's my favourite episode. That's still my favourite episode of the, of the series. That is that um, is really good. I think that one probably probably ties with me for mm. um with the episode uh, Road to the North Pole. Oh, I do like Road because to I do. I love. I love it. It's my. F- I possibly certainly my favorite ever um, uh, Christmas special of the, they've that they've done. Yeah, Plus yeah. One of, one of my favorite Christmas specials, sort of of, of any TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it's just so much fun. I remember yeah. last year. Um, it's very it's very cynical as well, which I like for a Christmas exactly, special. Exactly. Very cynical. Um, but it, you know, it still it still ends on a happy note with a yeah. with with, a, with an upbeat tune. Um, I remember last last Christmas Eve, just I was staying with some friends for the night before we all separated to the to our various families for the Christmas yeah. day, um, and we there were a load of us sleeping in the uh, living room, and uh, we just put it on and sort of slowly woke up watching it. It was a really nice <laughs> way to do it. <laughs> really nice way to start the day. So, I mean, there we go. The thing the thing is, I find with Family Guy is you, you know. Um, it generally tends to be with the Peter episodes that mm. they kind of just it, there's a very standard formula of Peter finds something quirky to do he finds a way to fuck it up and then he, he figures it all out in the end and it, you know the formula works don't get me wrong it is funny and, and they find the jokes but it's the, the plot wise it's just not very memorable um, yeah and of course like meg episodes are just meg episodes like <laughs> I like that even though they still do a, a couple of meg episodes every season they joke all the way through meg episodes that it's a bad episode <laughs> you know 
But yeah, there's the there's the there's the blatant one where Peter brings out the uh, oh, yeah. the channel changer and so, yeah. yeah that's right folks it's gonna be it's a neg episode. episode there's the flicker no you, one you will blame you you don't really get many uh, Lois episodes anymore because they weren't particularly huge and popular mm. it's a shame yeah. that they can't really find anything um, sort of interesting to do with those characters yeah um, I mean don't get me wrong. I like the way they use Meg. Meg is Meg's fine for me. I'll be happy with less, you know, just that many Meg episodes and for them to make light of it. But Lois, Lois could be a good character, um, especially now that the Donna's living in um, living in Cove as well. Like, yeah, you know, you, you, they could find some way because I mean, considering that the Cleveland show only aired for what like was it three seasons. Um, you know, there's yeah. still a there's still a lot of things that they could do with Donna and bring Bonnie and, and Lois into it maybe and you know, and sort of have like a female sort of like version of of, of what Cleveland, Quagmire, Joe and Peter have. Yeah. Well, um I know that uh, Seth MacFarlane was say, says um it was actually on a commentary of American Dad. Mm. He was um talking about uh how how well how good and how well established um Steve's friends are yeah in, uh, in American Dad and how they they sort of almost instantly sprang into being that way they were there from the very start yeah I mean you, um, you can he's, have... he's always he's always been annoyed that he's never been able to find that in dynamic for for either Meg or Chris in Family yeah. Guy I mean like um, almost immediately you know you 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 like snot you you know who snot is in, in American hmm. Dad. And uh, and Barry is just like I think he he was quite one dimensional until they brought in that whole sort of evil thing. Yeah. And then and then every time Barry's on screen, you're kind of hoping he goes into the evil thing again. Like it's it's just. Hello. And 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 then he'll slip into it every now and then, just like very briefly sort of thing. It'll just like show, and you'll be like, up oh, there it is. Sort of thing. You know, <laughs> these characters have stories, and you, and you can have a snot episode. The episode um, Jenny from the Block, where uh, Roger <laughs> dresses up <laughs> and goes out with Snot and calls himself Jenny from the Block. You know that's a, that's a really good episode. Okay, technically it's a Roger episode, but you know Snot is the supporting character in it. You know, yeah. um, no, all of these friends are very, are very yeah. good, and I love some some of Barry's one-off jokes about sort of generally. How horrible his home life is yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be yeah. quite could be quite very darkly funny. Like yeah. to, when they when they're interrogate when Roger and Steve are interrogating Barry in the basement, and Barry just says, "This is the room I sleep in in my house." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, with, with Family Guy, you know, Lois hasn't really had very many strong episodes, and, mm. and the episodes that she does have, they kind of. Follow the same suit of uh, she she gets a job and the job doesn't go well yeah. and you know they did that well, a little it's, bit it's, it's that or or she gets angry with Peter for yeah. something and either she does the opposite of what Peter says um, or she does it yeah. sort of stronger out of defiance mm. um, but yeah no it's 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 very it's sort of very rare that she sort of does something for her own and I think you're 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 it's a very good observation of. Now they've got Donna there, even though she's she's maybe not going to be regular cast. Mm. Um, she could, uh, she they could certainly, you know, now they've got those two strong established characters, do something yeah. with them. 
I think it would be very interesting to see. It, there's, I think at the point that they're at now with Family Guy, they're well enough established to be able to take a few episodes to try something new. Um, like I say with Donna and, and Lois and, and maybe try and introduce some friends for Chris um, to maybe establish the same sort of relationship that Steve has I mean the one thing that really annoyed me about Family Guy um, was when they got rid of Cleveland there was a few episodes where they'd make references to the fact that Cleveland wasn't there and then there was a whole episode about them finding a new Cleveland and they found Jerome, and I was like, oh, please let Jerome be sort of like a, a new recurring character, because you don't really see that a lot in established animated sitcoms. No. You know, midway through a season, you know, a lot a lot of the way into the series, you get a new established character come into it. Um, yeah. And I was, hoping, I was hoping that Jerome was going to be that, and, and he kind of wasn't, and then they've kind of brought him back a little bit. Um, with him taking over um, the uh, the clan, but I don't know. Like you just, I, I, it is very rare that um, once the show's been going that long, you get, a, you get a new, fully established character. But then, when you when you look at sort of normal, sort of like traditional film sitcoms, and you look at sort of like traditional TV shows, it's not uncommon for you to in season four or season five to have a new character introduced and all of a sudden they're not you know they're not a main character but they're certainly a, a, a major supporting character yeah um just to to change the dynamic a little bit and, and they you know they kind of did it in family guy with Vinny, um but the whole controversy of them oh, killing that. brian to start with was just ridiculous it was Fucking so ludicrous. stupid i mean i i i i i was almost disappointed that it lasted so few episodes i think it was Two, yeah. three episodes. Yeah, I think it was like. And, and before, before, I don't know whether and, they got. And, and it was a Christmas or... special that they brought him back as well. Like, yeah. Stupid, just like oh, it's just I've never seen something so ridiculous and so blatantly sort of like outlandishly stupid and 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 done purely for for the media hype. Yeah. Like I just there was there was no value in doing in killing off Brian and then bringing him back you know if they wanted to kill off Brian great um, and then it could have come out sort of later on that Seth MacFarlane had too much of a busy schedule and, and couldn't voice him or something like that you know like, great fine just do it just just um, you know no one's going to be happy about it but at least there's a reason for it there was no reason for what they did other than the fact that oh well let's get yeah, people to talk just, about yeah. family guy again exactly um, but I think that that's what I like about American Dad is that it, I don't feel like it's jumped the shark at any point. No. The, the only thing that's really sort of developed more than what I think they ever intended was Roger because of how popular he's become. You know, he's yeah. the breakout star of the show. You know, you look at the first season, he's not nearly as outlandish yeah. or wild. Well, that's the thing. They, again, I've been listening to a lot of the commentaries for um, the first couple of seasons for American mm. Dad. And originally... Um, they, they they had a sort of an arc worked out for Roger in that first season he would be um, shut in the house. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, second season he would um, he would start going out uh, in disguise. Mm. And third season there would be there was they I think they they sort of had it in the back of their minds but it never came to fruition that there was going to be a thing of Roger gets found out. 
sort mm. of publicly, and the whole world finds out. Finds out, um, and then everybody just gets bored of him. A little bit, a little bit like Ted. In, yeah, 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 in, in, in the movie. Um, like, he's a celebrity for like. Yeah, he's a celebrity for five minutes, and then everyone forgets him, and he gets a bit yeah. bitter. But yeah, um, but they never did it in the end. Um, but I, I, guess I, think, they, I guess they still could in a way. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly room to still do that. But I think what they've got going on with Roger at the moment now, with the you know just this completely messed up character of so many different personalities, and <laughs> you know, it, it's brilliant, and there's so much room to still play with that as well, you know. Um, yeah, all of the uh, best episodes of American Dad are, are sort of like Roger's person, you know, Roger's different disguises episodes. I got to say, what 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 is your your favourite American Dad episode? Because mine is um, Genie Goldman. Genie Gold, Shadow yeah. Bows. Oh, that's in Genie Gold. Yeah. Um, uh, I knew that was best, your favourite. Roger's best character ever. She's just the character Genie Gold is brilliant. I, I think <laughs> my. My favourite, I think, yeah, no, my favourite episode is definitely Tearjerker. Oh, um, yeah, that's I do like Tearjerker. And then I loved that they did a sequel to it as well. Like, See, I, so I, wasn't a fan of the I wasn't a fan of the sequel. I was, no, I I was excited it. that they did it, and then it just, um, that's one character I'm not, uh, one character they have sort of brought in a lot more is Principal Lewis. And oh yeah, I I I rarely find myself enjoying his episodes. Really? See, I like yeah, Principal Lewis. Just... I I like Principal Lewis. I think he's a really funny character. <laughs> but I I, no. I no, I I enjoy him when he's a one-off background joke, being the ex- being sort of as extreme as he is. Yeah, which, yeah, is, which yeah. is brilliant. But I I don't like it when um when there's a whole episode where he's a main character because it just feels like. It's a sort of one, one trick one shot, pony sort of yeah, It's thing. a one shot joke that goes yeah. and sort of gets dragged out for the episode a bit. I feel. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been a couple of episodes of American Dad where I've really sort of been like, well, what, what? Like, I'm really not a fan of the hot tub episode um, with CeeLo Green playing the voice of the hot tub, and and I was just I watched that episode and I was kind of like, uh, what? See, I'm right. slightly on the fence about that episode. There are bits uh, that I, there's certainly bits that I, I don't particularly enjoy. Um, I did like that they sort of tried giving a singing episode a go. Um, yeah. But and uh, and I also kind of really enjoy the end where it's just where it just switches to CeeLo and he just says, "That's it, stands dead." <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, but no, I see, I see what you mean. It's just that, that you know, but at least they're trying stuff. At least. Yeah, no, and that's literally. what I love about American Dad. They're they're much less afraid to try something different and yeah, strange. Yeah. But I think um, that that that's the that's good about it being the sort of sort of second show essentially. Mm. You know, because when it comes to Seth MacFarlane, Family Guy is going to be his priority. Um, well, but, that's one of the worrying things about the move to TBS is that yeah. one of the original co-creators um, left, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, Mike Barker left due to creative differences, which is a little worrying. Mm. Um, uh, well, I obviously we'll wait and see, what, sort of what happens. Yeah, what, what if there's any differences um, or anything? It'll be interesting to see, um, sort of if there is a, a, a noticeable shift, um, mm. similar to Futurama in a way. Yeah, because um, the new seasons of Fruit Futurama since the movies, um, they haven't been bad, but they've just had a slightly different tone. 
Yeah, there was kind of... It felt to me the first four seasons of the Future Armour really captured what was good about The Simpsons when The Simpsons started. Mm. And the newer seasons of Future Armour, although they're still funny, they're trying to kind of distance themselves a bit. I just don't feel there's as much heart in it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's not a... It's not the sort of like, I don't know, it's, I don't want to say family value, because it's not family value, but you know what I mean, like, it's kind of like... It, I, it, I, I, I don't know whether it's the writers, but I feel, I quite often feel that, um, well, for one thing, a lot of the episodes uh, of the new, newer seasons um, were all a bit ish, issue of the week, or sort of topic of the yeah, week, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. something Futurama's never really done. It's always sort of been... There, if if there if there has been sort of a, a theme sort of generated from outside at all, it's always something from uh, from science or or sometimes science fiction. Yeah. Um. In in that yeah no they'll 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 explore um a, pos- a thing about uh, time travel or yeah or your faster than light travel or this and that and so and some of the new episodes do do that. Um. Mm. But then again, you had um the uh, the the iPhone episode. Which was which was good and funny. It kind of it, it kind of didn't really happen. It, didn't, it, 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 it felt the iPhone episode to me had some really funny moments in it, but it felt like a really long Family Guy cutaway gag. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. when the goat when they brought on the goat that you know was vomiting and and from both ends sort of thing, and they had to jump into it and then. Right at the end, you know, that the, there's a virus sort of sent out. That felt like it should really have been condensed into the first 15 minutes of an episode. Yeah. And, and then maybe there should have been a, a payout, a like payoff of, of, you know, this virus that was supposedly being released by Mom. But I think part of me wanted that because having watched the films, and I watched them as films as well, I didn't watch them as, series, like, as a series, you know. I love the Family Guy films. They've got such a big story to them. Uh, fam- not Family Guy, sorry. Um, Future Armor films. I love the Future Armor films. They've got, oh, they've got such too. big stories, you know. Yeah, um, well, the thing is that the, the films had the same tone as the, the, the original yeah, series. Yeah. But they, but they was, yeah, it was a chance to give them, to give them a much bigger story. Mm, um, I think. Which, which was amazing. The, especially the, the first new series after the films mm. it felt a little bit like they were trying a bit too hard yeah. and the, the thing is in each of those seasons you can still see episodes that you go ah there it is that that's what it used to be like that's yeah. it the episode where bender and hermes go looking for inspector five is it inspector five or inspector yeah. six and um and at the end it turns out Hermes was, was Inspector Five all along, and you know, although, can you know, sort of looking at the continuity of it, it's kind of a bit sort of grey. I really love that episode. That's just such yeah. an episode with a lot of heart, and you know, it's quite quite sad at the end. You know, um, similarly, the, I really like the episode. It's probably one of my favourite episodes of Future Armor, if not my favourite. Um, is uh, the one where you find out how Professor Farnsworth met Zoidberg. 
Oh yes, that is a nice one. And you find out his first name's John. <laughs> John Zoidberg. Um but I like that episode with the with the yeah, with the Yeti. Um mm. I just like that's a good episode sort of yeah. thing. I think what's what they lost sight of a little in um Oh well, actually, before that, one one thing that sort of did start to peeve me a little with the, with the humour, not necessarily the storylines, is they started doing what the what what really annoys me about newer Simpsons episodes is that they'll 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 do a big visual gag, which will be really funny, and then they'll have one of the characters um, sort of say the visual gag out loud, which just sort of which always sort of cuts it cuts it short for me. It's like. Yeah. Yes, I know, I know, I just watched it. You don't have yeah, to say yeah. it again. It's almost like they're going, will people get it? Will people get it? Well, let's yeah. explain. We'll, we'll quite, explain quite often, it to them, you know. Oh, I, wish I, had a, I wish I had a solid example for it, but mm. quite often, sort of, often I feel that it would be Leela that would, would say something. Something, some, some big visual horror gag would happen, and then mm. Leela would shout out what was happening. It's like, yeah, yeah we know. I'm trying to think of one. I can't think of one a specific one annoyingly, but it's it's like there was in a newer episode of The Simpsons there was a brilliant gag where um, I think one of the characters um, uh, lost their sight and uh, they were just regaining it and uh, in in the hospital and Doctor Hibbert was there and uh, he, he Doctor Hibbert says how many fingers am I holding up? Um, and uh, the, whoever says uh, two, uh, and he says, ah, oh, that's right. And um, it turns out the fingers he's holding up are seven fingers, which he drops into a jar, which is really right. funny. And then, he, But then he says, now I'll just put these fingers back in the jar. Yeah. Like, you don't need that. Yeah, you don't yeah. need that. We, we can see. We see you're holding the fingers, yeah, yeah. and we see the jar. It's, oh, it bothers me so much that it, it treats, treats an audience like the, the stupidest... Lowest common denominator. I think that's that. That's probably part of the problem with um, the future armors is that a lot of the stuff they do, they won't continue it. Mm. So, um, Leela and Fry, for example, is a big on and off thing, on and off, on and off, on and off. But it's so much on and off because at the end of sort of every episode, it's kind of left ambiguous so that they can explore it again at another point and exploit the story a little bit more. But also because they could never, you know, until the sort of most recent season, they can never actually establish it because then what if someone's missed an episode or what, you know, what, what if kids are watching and they don't completely understand what's going on or something yeah. like that. And then they actually took the balls to actually establish the relationship officially in the newest season, um, the last, the final season, I should say. And that, see, that was a good episode as well, where um, uh, Leela uh, and Fry go to the uh, um, the holiday resort that turns out to be oh, yeah, the zoo. That's, that, that's a good episode. That is a good episode. Oh. But then there's, there's episodes like The Land Titanic, and I just, like, yeah. The Land Titanic for me was just, a real low point for Futurama. I was like, you've yeah. already done a Titanic episode, and not only have you done it, you did it really well. You did it much better. Like, yeah, you did it really, really well, especially considering you made fucking Bender into uh, Leo DiCaprio. Like, <laughs> I think, actually, you know what? I love the character that they've made out of Bender, but there are a couple of Bender 
episodes where I just feel, ah, Bender's just being Bender for the sake of being Bender. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like, there, there are there are some great Bender episodes, like when he ends up being a wrestler and he ends up being the gender Bender and things like that, you know. Funny episode, classic episode. But then, um, I'm just trying to think of one in particular now. Well, there's a newer uh, one. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it's actually the same episode as Zoidberg getting his girlfriend. Um, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one, man. Ah, uh, well, I, I won't spoil the Zoidberg storyline. Yeah. But, um, there's uh, there's some competition uh, for um, for people, uh, some music competition, mm-hmm. and there's a little girl in it, and Bender decides that he's going to beat the little girl, and it just feels sort of really off key that they. Yeah. They they drag it out over a whole episode of him sort of having competitions with this little girl, um, and her looking sweet and then turning out to be sort of quite mean and nasty. Yeah. Um, but it's it Bender, Bender gags like that where he's sort of exploiting a small child or something. Yeah. yeah. At best as a casual throwaway joke. Yeah, that, that 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 that's funny if you're stealing a kid's candy, but don't make a whole episode about it. Like exactly. Kids yeah. candy sort of thing. I've actually just thought of an example. Um, there's an episode where Bender decides that um, he wants to be a country singer because that's what he's always wanted to do. Oh, yes, that one. And the whole episode just kind of felt like, uh, you know, like they were kind of not really having a busy day. And they went, oh, well, what about this? And they went, well, yeah, okay, and then we can do this. And the, the worst thing is... I actually, plot-wise, liked how the episode ended. I thought it was quite clever. I thought it was quite funny. But the actual episode itself felt very forced. And it was just, you know, it was just them going, oh, well, let's do a Bender episode because everybody likes Bender. Mm. You know, like... And, yeah, and, no, it was interesting to see them using the, the 3D printer idea. Yeah. Which is great. Which is I, great I liked kind of, them exploring that. A great kind of classic Futurama idea for them to do. Yeah. But the story they built around it... Was was not wasn't, great. Wasn't spectacular. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I really liked. I really liked how the story developed, but not actually the story itself of you know because Bender wants to be a country singer. Mm. Because I, I just don't believe that. I don't believe Bender does want to be a country singer. I would never believe that. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I yeah. think in the new newer seasons of something that they forgot. Um, what made a lot of the re- the older seasons really good. Is they kind of forgot that the core cast is just Fry, Leela, and Bender. Yeah. Quite, and it felt like although the other, the all the rest of the cast are great, um, they're they're really great, but they are side characters. Mm, they're yeah. they're sort of big, important main side characters, but they're not the three main characters. They're so. good for having sort of one-off episodes about yeah. what they're doing as a catch-up sort of thing, but they're not they're not. Um... Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah, you'd have a one-off episode where they sort of interact with the main trio or something or other. But yeah, you in the newer seasons you didn't. There were very few. I'm trying to think of. I'm sure there were, there must be one or two, but I'm trying to think of one where it's just a Fry, Leela, and Bender adventure. Mm. Um, and I, <laughs> I can't think of one. Mm. But I, th- I think I think they sort of they 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 for, they forgot that some. The, the the rest of the cast, people like Zoidberg and the Professor, mm. their their jokes work best and are funniest sort of when they're occasional one off type. I mean thing. that that's the thing that I my favourite character in Futurama is Zoidberg mm. by far, is Zoidberg. But when 
you give him full length episodes, they need to be good. Yeah. Um, so the one where they went to his home planet and he had to do mate, you know, he had to mate. Great episode. And then they left it a while before they did the Zoidberg episode. And I believe, mm-hmm. I might not be right, but I believe the next episode was him accidentally, well, not accidentally, but, you know, he, he ate the Earth flag. Yeah. And so. that, that was almost a season and a half later. Um, and yet, when you look at the newer seasons, you've got a Zoidberg episode probably every four four episodes, or at least a, a, a heavy Zoidberg storyline every four episodes. Mm. And I mean, I don't really like Amy as a character. She's she's all right and she's funny she, as a sort of side character. But when it's an Amy story, I kind of feel the same way I do when it's a Meg episode in Family Guy. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake! Well, maybe there's going to be, you know, maybe it'll be funny. Um, you know, and uh, although I like the developing story of her and Kiff, and then you know that going to shit, and then kind of getting back together and you know she's just a bitch you know I do feel like she's best for sort of one off sort of like side gag or something like that or just just in the room for the, the sake thing, of making fi- the room look full you know I did think that the 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 the, the episode with um, Amy and Bender being in a relationship ridiculous was so off key and, ridiculous. and just just weird Especially considering that they'd already tackled robot, um, robot human relationships with Fry and Lucy Lou. Yeah. And again, it was a good episode. And all the way through, Bender takes the stance, oh, it's wrong, it's wrong, I tells you. And, uh, and then at the end, he gets with Lucy Lou, you know. Um, I like that. But yeah. then they're tackling it again, all because they're doing Proposition Infinity, or Proposition yeah. 8. Let's be smart, let's be, let's do pop culture, let's, let's make Proposition 8 an episode, you know. Um, that, yeah, that, that, that reminds me, the end of the episode is, <coughs> is one of, uh, uh, again, a bit, um, sort of harkens back to them sort of explaining a joke on screen. But obviously, the, the whole episode is meant to sort of run parallel to, the current real world issue of um, mm. of gay marriage, yeah. uh, exactly. Um, whereas, and then at the end of the episode, after it's it's nearly ended, um, they say someone says something like, um, uh, sort of, oh, this is ridiculous. What next? Gay robosexuality? It's like, <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. no. I mean, right. See, I'd have yeah. I'd appreciate that episode much more if it was. Um, uh, instead of doing a robot and human, doing alien and human, and then yeah, actually just... developing Amy and Kiff's relationship, because um, obviously they're, they're married in Kiff's world. You know they are fun yeah. fun ruse, but they're not married married. Um, yeah. So why don't you have I, them I married yeah, on Earth? Right that. And um, that would have been a re- mean... that, that 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 could have been a really good way to develop some real sort of ongoing stories that they've had mm. going on. You know. Um, and and go from there, but you know, I don't know. Oh yeah, well, but it's, unfortunately, it's over now. And, you know, for for all that we've just moaned about Futurama, it's still a far superior series to some of the other things that are out there. You know, oh god, yeah. I love Futurama, and I've got you know, um, like I say, Zoidberg is just I love Zoidberg. Um, but it's so much so that I nearly, very, very nearly got a tattoo of him on my arm. <laughs> Um, but I was going to ask the person to write underneath it, why not Zoidberg? 
<laughs> I'd show it to everyone and cover up that bit and then they go, why have you got a picture of Zoidberg? And then I'd move my hand away and it's like, why not Zoidberg? But, yeah. It wouldn't quite work as a, as, as, a, uh, as a picture, but I, I would probably have um, my favourite Zoidberg line, um, which doesn't work if, without, which doesn't really work that well without the line before it, but... Um, but if Zoidberg fixes, then perhaps gifts. <laughs> yeah. But I just like I love Zoidberg. He's so funny. But like I say again, he he he's good in small doses. Like yeah. Because you can understand why everyone hates him as well. He's so annoying. Well, well but, talking about future armor is um, I I want to ask you: Is there any? Are there any sort of more more obscure? Um, and more obscure shows that uh, that uh, you've you've come across at all that you you you, you enjoy. Uh, hmm. That's a good question. I I can think of some that I've, I've watched that I haven't enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're more memorable. Well, I uh, wonder if you've seen. Um, well, as, as we're talking about Futurama, um, Sam of Episode 6 Infamy, uh, Sam recommended to me um, a show that he, he said sort of took on the vein of Futurama a little bit, in, in a way, in, in terms of sci-fi, um, and uh, which is a show called Rick and Morty. I don't know if you've seen that? No. Um, it's only done one season so far. I've not looked up to see when that was, or if it's, or if yeah. it's getting another one. Um, but uh, it's quite interesting. It's it's a very different um, group dynamic, dynamic, yeah, dynamic from Futurama. Yeah. Okay. Um, in in that it's not a bunch of colleagues. It is a sort of family. Um, mm. But it's uh, it's very interesting what it does with um, science fiction, and it is and it is quite funny. Um, too. Uh, the only problem is, I sort of made the mistake of watching uh, the first episode first, and the first episode is really very odd tonally, and oh, right, um, yeah. and 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 sort of before it gets to the gets to its own point, sort of can really put you off. Mm. Um, the the characters, I, I, I find, I find it, oh, right, it, okay. it was better once I um once I sort of forced myself onto. Uh, Later episodes, it was much better, but um, it's it's very interesting. Um, it's it's uh, it's 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 a genius um, grandfather who goes on uh, adventures with his grandson um, through space and time and mm-hmm. what have you, um, and uh, and and their and their sort of the rest of their idiot family. Mm. Um, it's 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 all very fun. I, I highly recommend you give it a watch. I'll, I'll have a look into it. Yeah, I mean. I'm thinking of more obscure shows now. I've thought of one, um, and it's you know it's nothing sci-fi or anything like that. It's mm. it's a fair few steps away from Futurama, um, and it was really, 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 really not funny, but very juvenile. Um, and at the age that I watched it, uh, really funny, and it was called Pope Town. And I saw it, that one. It's uh, it's a British TV show, and uh, Matt Lucas is in it, and a few sort of like well-known, um, I think Bob Mortimer's in it, you know, a few 
few well-known British uh, television personalities, and it depicts um, a sort of very juvenile look inside the Vatican, where <laughs> um, the Pope is basically an angry child. Imagine the Pope as um, Eric Cartman. Uh, that's the best way I can... And, and To the point where they even made him look like he was only about two foot tall, um, not including his hat. His hat was quite big. Um, and he, he looked like Cartman. Um, but uh, I think the main character was played by Bob Mortimer, and he's like a, a cardinal that lives in the... Uh, lives in, in the Vatican. And he's basically... Like it follows them trying to get the Pope to do certain things and, and, and trying to sort of like make every, make out to everyone that the Pope is this good person when really he's a juvenile little shit. Um, <laughs> it, it's really not funny, but at the time it really was because I was 15 years old when I watched it and it was just hilarious. It was just all yeah. swearing and, and shit like that. But I, I mean, like Google a few that, images of it. And it looks bizarre. It is very bizarre. Um, very strange. I think there's an episode where the Pope breaks out of the Vatican and then like everywhere outside the Vatican is just basically strip clubs and bars. Um, it's just very, very surreal. Well, of course, um, haven't you been to Rome? Well, no, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, then, I mean, going away from that and thinking British stuff still, I remember 2D TV, which was hilarious. Yeah. 2D TV was great. Um, and I, I know... A fair few people won't remember that, but I remember watching on BBC Two, t- uh, Dead Ringers at nine o'clock, and then at half past nine, Two D TV came on, mm. and it was basically the same show, just animated. <laughs> some of the, probably some of the same gags as well, just animated, <laughs> and probably. most most of it was just taking a piss out of David Beckham and his voice. That was it. <laughs> but uh, did uh, you uh, did you see one uh, another British one called Monkey Dust? No, I think you've told me about that before. Yeah, I, Monkey Dust is one of my favourites. It's it's very very dark and and quite morbid in, in in places, but really really hilarious. And the animate, what's nice is it it's a sketch show. Um, mm. In in a sort of a similar-ish vein to Little Britain, mm. in that you've got a lot of co- recurring characters. Um, as well as a lot of one-off sketches. Yeah. And um, it's all it's all very dark and very funny and sort of all basically sort of imagine it's sort of what if all the st- all the awful stereotypes you ha- ever heard were mm. all true. All right. And uh, there was a, a classic one of um, a man called Clive mm. who was always coming home late, and uh, there would always be. Um, his wife would always say, so Clive, um, you, know, you left work two days ago. Where have you been? Right, yeah. And uh, he'll start, um, basically he'll start telling the story of, um, of a game or a film or a book or a song. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and instantly, sort of at the end of the tale, the wife, the wife would say, um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's the plot of the book Lord of the Rings by the author J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. Where have you really been, Clive? <laughs> <laughs> it'd, it'd always be something. He'd always sort of hang his head and say something really disgusting, like, um, like I, "I've been spit roasting a hooker with your dad." 
It's very grim, but super funny in some places. Yeah, um, not not everyone's a hit, but another thing that's really nice is every each different scene um, is done by a different animation uh, team oh, right. oh, yeah. or person. Um, which means some of them are sort of, of some of them are, are, are a bit hit and miss the animation wise, but some of them just look fantastic. Hmm. I think possibly my favourite characters are the uh, are the uh, the the middle class dinner party havers. Okay. <laughs> these these three couples who who sit round the table and are just awful and terrible and. Mm. Uh, I think one of the episodes, one of them just sort of gets sick of it and says, "What are we all doing? We're talking about nothing, name chat, nothing." It's like, "All right then, Brian, what do you suggest we do?" And uh, they end up playing Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll look into it. It's monkey dust. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look into that. Um, no, it's 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 quite hard to find it uh, these days. Um, yeah. It should it should be on the internet somewhere. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, yeah. It ran ran for three series and. Uh, one and two are the best, but three has its merits too. I was just thinking about other like obscure ones. I know this one's, especially to you and me, is not so obscure. But when when you're talking to sort of a general viewer, um, drawn together. Oh yes, ah. I completely forgot about that. Together. So, uh, yeah. Drawn together, so funny. Um, especially considering you know it wasn't a particularly high-profile one. Um, it, it was on MTV, you know, which. You know, you say to me, oh yeah, there's a TV show on MTV, I'm making sure at 8 o'clock when that TV show is on, I'm not watching it. <laughs> you know? well, I, think, tra- I think it didn't do terrible numbers, at least in the US. Um, over here, oh, yeah, it, it didn't get def- much of a viewing. Definitely um, more popular in the US than it was here. But I, I really like Drawn Together. I think it's just... I, I think I like... The fact that a lot of the characters are stereotypes of typically geeky things as well. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> this is true. But, you know, <laughs> just the, the one bit that always sticks out for me is <laughs> the one, um, I think it's a live action cow. <laughs> I think that. I'm not even sure that's the episode now. That's a good episode anyway. That is a great episode. But it's the one where the SpongeBob ripoff, and I can't remember his name now. Um, oh, what's his name? The one that's just pissed taken SpongeBob um, Square Pants. Waldorf. Waldorf. Waldorf, Waldorf yeah. <laughs> Waldorf runs over. To, um, uh, oh, what's he do? He, he runs over a guy, doesn't he, or something like that? Oh yes, that that is the live action cow one. Yeah. <laughs> he, no, no, he he he's told to shoot live action cow. Yeah. Um, but he uh, he he can't do it, and he fires off randomly into the woods. That's it, and he shoots and he, a, a trucker. He, he hits a trucker, <laughs> and then he cuts off his skin. Where's well, the, well, the, the, as, as the truck is, as the truck is dying? He says, "Tell my wife and kids, I love them." And so he says, I did did what any good Christian would do. (laughs) I gutted the trucker and wore his skin as a suit. (laughs) I love you, honey. I love you, kids. Oh, honey, thank goodness you're here. (laughs) Right. I like you together. I do like Drawn Together. It's a great show. But it kind of, I think the thing that I like about Drawn Together is it reminds me of about 
sort of all of the good things from sort of Harry Partridge cartoons on oh on, yes on the internet, uh, specifically Doctor Bees. No, <laughs> 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 I mean, Doctor Bees is by far the most stupid, ridiculous, hilarious video that I've seen. Okay, and any anyone who's listening to this. Um... Whether, whether it be pre present or future once we're um, w- once we're famous singers um, <laughs> go go onto YouTube uh, search for Harry Partridge and look at all his cartoons because especially they are all Bees. brilliant and they're all hilarious Dr. Bees especially but all of them are gems <laughs> is, that and, a, uh, is that a play? it is a play <laughs> it's Gary Dr. Bees sorry nobody knows what I'm on about right now but I do What's this? A picnic woefully underpopulated by bees? A large, a large influx, influx of, of bees, bees should handle this. <laughs> Thank you, Father. <laughs> How are you enjoying the platter? Uh, but yeah, so look up Harry Partridge, especially Dr. Bees. I showed it to Sophie, and her exact response was, What, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Have you, um, have you seen, he's not put out another animation, but lately he's just put out um, a little update video. I've, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it yet. I've seen what, it. What, the watch it, on. because it's, it's um, even though it's not animated, it's um, it's got sort of little cartoon cards that go along with what he's saying. It's, oh, right, just, okay, yeah. it's just him talking about how he's been very busy this year, so he's not been able yeah, to do yeah. as much as he likes. But, um, I was going to say, he's practically uploaded nothing in the last year, really. Yeah. Um, but, He's quite busy. I know he, he does a lot of animation. Like he's doing a lot of professional stuff now, isn't he? So. Yeah, he, he's he's doing a fair bit. Um, but uh, no, it's uh, it's just some of the cards. That's the sort of little yeah. cards he flashes get, up for that. Watch, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So yeah, watch watch that after this. Um, yeah. Okay. And anyone listening at home. <laughs> um. All right. Let's. Uh, which, if you could have uh, three characters from uh, from any sort of adult cartoon uh, to uh, run for dinner, who would you have? <laughs> to go out for dinner. Mm. Wow. Um, okay, Zoidberg, Futurama, um, just for for. You know what? That's not even for for comedy value. It's just because I pity him. <laughs> I'd like to buy that man dinner. <laughs> um, okay, so definitely. Oh, um, uh, oh, actually. Oh, so I'm thinking American Dad. I was thinking Roger, but Roger's. You know, everyone wants to say Roger. He's probably got. Fairly busy dinner schedule. Um, he, he is on my list, but he's on my list because of another guest. Um, but okay. He, but I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, so I, I won't choose Roger. Um, I, I'd probably choose um, <laughs> Teddy Bonkers <laughs> from American Dad, who I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. has only been in one episode. <laughs> it just pissed. Stan and Steve off so much. Uh, 
<laughs> that Roger wouldn't play the game without Teddy Bonk. No, I, I won't go with Teddy Bonkers. Um, I'll go with oh, um, Avery Bullock. Definitely Avery. Uh, oh, that's a good choice. Definitely that's Avery Bullock. Yeah. So um, uh, Zoidberg, Avery Bullock, and um, Mr. Burns. Oh, that's a very good choice. Oh, because I think I think, I think they'd get along quite well, and then and yeah. then Zoidberg would be off doing his own thing. He'd be there. To play. <laughs> Especially considering that my favourite episode of The Simpsons at the moment is that one that I showed you, where <laughs> Mr. Burns uh, <laughs> decides he's going to be a superhero oh, with Batman. I love the episode. And that's so quite a new episode as well. Uh, yeah. Okay, same question for you then. Who, who would you take out okay. today? Uh, well, the two I've thought through is uh, Roger. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know he'd just be mad. Hopefully he'd come as Genie Girls, but you never yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I'd also, because I think she'd give Roger quite a run for his money, is I'd want uh, Pam from Archer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Because I could, I could see Roger sort of trying to get freaky or do something that would just sort of shock the rest. Yeah. And Pam just rolling with it straight yeah, away, and, it, yeah. and 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 going and going one further, whatever mm. it is. Okay. Um, Who would you go so, with three then? Uh, number three. Oh, you've taken a few of the really good ones. Um, I mean, you can't going off of that. You kind of want someone who's wild. Possibly, I think. <laughs> I think um, after after Pam and Roger had finished being in competition with each other, mm. they'd then team up to see how far they could go with Captain Hero. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, He'd just go with it as you well. Know, if, 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 just if, go with it. Because if, if the four of us are going out of an evening, you can guarantee we're, we're all going to end up in bed together at the end of <laughs> See, I kind of want to change my answer now. I kind of want to change I know this is bad, but I'd go Cleveland Brown, and mm. I'd go Carl uh, from The Simpsons, and then I'd go for um, Clara in Drawn Together. <laughs> And do you see why I've done that? <laughs> oh, that would be that would. Be good. Yeah. I I just like to see what songs you'd be able to sing to get out of that one. <laughs> that that's a good opening into uh, the next sort of area of. Um, recently, there has been a crossover between uh, oh, yes. Family Guy and The Simpsons. Can't believe we haven't got to this yeah, yet. But this this is a good sort of getting on point, you know, crossovers yeah. for dinner. What did you think of um the the crossover between Simpsons? I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it a lot, but it was a shame that as with as what happens with a lot of family guy, um, when they're doing a big when they're doing a big um a big event is all the funniest jokes without well, fail were in the ad, were mm. in the trailer for it, which was a real shame. I yeah. thought, and they they do that a lot. They did that, they <coughs> did that for 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 all the all the Star Wars ones they did. Yeah, definitely. All the Star Wars ones, all the funniest jokes were all in the ad for each of them. Um, 
which was a shame because uh, because it was really good and they were all really funny jokes yeah. and and there, there was other stuff good good stuff in there too. Um, I I had one hope that they were going to get Homer to say fuck, um, <laughs> and they didn't. I'm not disappointed by that. I kind of knew that they wouldn't. Mm. Um, I think the, the way I, I've described it to people is it, it's exactly as funny as you want it to be, but no funnier. Um, yeah. You know, and I think what what disappointed me the most about it was, and it was still good, but and it's it, it's going off off of what you said. It's um, everyone knew that there was going to be a fight between Homer and Peter. Um, that sort of emulated uh, Ernie the Giant Chicken's fights yeah. with him. Um, but they released the entire eight-minute fight um, online as a promotional thing before, like, yeah. about three or four weeks before the show actually aired. And that's, you know, that's the climax of the whole episode. Um, that's, that's pretty much it, then. Um, yeah. And while I appreciated... That they'd tried to come up with a story for that warranted, you know, them going to Springfield and and then sort of the whole sort of like them doing a whole crossover um, for uh, for Duff as well as 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 just you know in general sort of thing, you know, having Fred Flintstone as the judge, you know, I like that there were things at play that kind of gave it a reason for there to be a crossover rather than just, oh, this would be fun. But it was funny. Yeah. Um, but like you say, absolutely, they um, they they showed all the best bits in the trailer. Um, you know, and I still laughed when Stewie made that prank phone call to Mo. But if they'd not shown that in the trailer, I would have laughed so much harder. Yeah. Like, that would have been so funny. I think one one quite small <laughs> joke um, that I really really enjoyed, which is it was a shame because it was I I was hoping to see a little more of the um, of the old Lisa that you don't that I don't know why I was particularly hoping for it because you don't see it anymore. Lisa's always the sort of the goody goody mm. these days in in the Simpsons or or that um, you know it's you know I, I used to I used to love sort of old episodes where where Lisa would be naughty. Sort of, mm. uh, sort of along with Bart, you know. Yeah, every, yeah. every once in a while, she was just a kid, which was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was always, always beautiful to see Lisa being selfish. Um, but uh, one, one small little, uh, little, little joke I liked was um, when, uh, when Lisa says, was trying to motivate Meg a bit and says, you know, Meg, you've got to shine. And, she, and Meg says, oh, you, you, you mean like uh, with my. Um, my my excess back sweat. <laughs> At least says uh, no, but uh, maybe don't sit on my bedspread, please. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> no, I, I, for for an episode that tried to give every single character a story, um, which kind of pissed me off a little bit when Chris was the only one left out. Um, mm. Yeah, but oh well. Yeah, he um, just he just tagged on to Brian. Yeah, I mean Brian and Santa's little helper was a natural sort of you know like that's what yeah, that's yeah. what who's going to pair up there. But then Chris didn't really have sort of anyone. Um, yeah. So just lumped him with Brian. Um, but for an episode where they tried to give everyone a story, they kind of did okay. They did they did yeah, pretty well. 
um, the Homer and Peter stuff was obviously what people wanted to see. Stewie and Bart as well. Um, I did like that Stewie had a crush on Bart. Um, yeah, well, the trouble is it wasn't quite sort of the nature. I, I didn't like that it took the nature of um, Stewie sort of acting sort of silly and dewy-eyed. Over yeah, him. yeah. I you wanted like to see his... him corrupt Bart a bit more. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wanted I wanted a, a line a, lo- a, a line along the lines of um, uh, "Damn, you are rocking those shorts." <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, I did like yeah. um, <laughs> when Stewie just kidnapped Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that that was, was good. Um, but you know, it, it, it was funny. I just like to say that the thing that really upset me was um, well, not really upset me. Um, that the, they showed the whole fight before mm. before it was aired, and so you yeah, know, uh, other than the very end, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, it was all yeah. You know, it, I, I was I was slightly annoyed that um I would have liked one more scene with um with Marge and Lois. Yeah, it did seem like Lois sort I, of rushed I, under the carpet. Yeah, I I because re- I, I really enjoyed the um the couple of little jokes about when they went to the movies. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> she's I, I'd, away. Have, I'd have loved sort of an, another another scene of um of Lois getting a bit exasperated with Marge. Yeah, I I, I did like it at the end when um. Marge was like, she pretends like she'd be nice. She went, you know, next time you come to Springfield, please, please, just, you know, maybe wear a bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it was it was a good episode. Um, yeah, no, overall, very good. But um, I am now looking forward to the, uh, the Futurama crossover. Because I feel that Futurama lends itself a little bit more to The Simpsons than um, than Family Guy does anyway, because we'll see, it, it's, it's a bit lighter. And considering I'm it's the same, apprehensive of them doing it now that Futurama's finished. I yeah, mean, I, I, I would I would have been more sort of on board with it mm. had Futurama still been going. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Not that I won't watch it, you know. I'll, I'll give it its chance, but I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, if, if I'm if I'm not pleased with how sort of the future, if if I'm slightly displeased with the sort of way that Futurama writing and storytelling went, I'm certainly very displeased the way The Simpsons are writing and storytelling yeah, yeah. goes these well, days. Well, I mean, The, the, the Simpsons um, has been going so long now that the decline in quality is to be expected. Yeah. I <laughs> I have a feeling it's only going to be a few more years before they eventually sort of... They either have a massive overhaul of the writing staff and the production staff and uh, or it, it sort of like, you know, it ends. Um yeah. And, and maybe it'll end with another movie. You know, I hope it does. I'd like to see another yeah. movie. Well, apparently, I, th- I think that sort of that is sort of one of the so- sort of contingency plans. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was apparently, um, well, although I missed it, and basically because I'm, I'm I, I don't do Twitter, hmm. um, is with the. Did you see that uh, they had um, they had a marathon? In in the US, one one of the Fox channels had a marathon of every Simpsons episode ever, back to back. I did see something so about that. But... Twenty four twenty four yeah. hours a day. Um, yeah. And what was nice is that apparently, sort of, for the first um, going through the first uh, nine or ten seasons, you had yeah. um, all the old writers who made it, <laughs> who, who who made the show great back in its heyday. Yeah. Were all on Twitter talking about the episodes as they as they went along. Oh really? Nice. That's um, quite cool. 
quite cool. And uh, and saying if a lot of the things that they may not might not have been able to say. Yeah. So, so if, if they were doing back doing DVD commentaries or stuff. Yeah. Um, I think um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing sort of like because I'd like to see some of those old Simpsons writers back again, obviously, but I don't. Yeah. Don't well, I, th- I think that's that's why the I think that's why the 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 the, the first movie was yeah. was very good. I'd li- yeah, I'd like to see those they, those writers back yeah. again. But, they, but had, they had a lot of, like, but apparently they had so many, so many stories they didn't use. Yeah. Movie. It's just they've got so many characters as well that there are so many infinite possibilities that they could go with. You know, it's just whether it'll be good or not. Yeah. But I am nice. kind of sort of hoping that there keeps being rumblings of a uh, Family Guy movie. And that Seth MacFarlane's going to make it into a musical, but like a, a proper traditional musical, you know, like he does with with most of his incidental music on the show and and all the musical numbers that they do, that they're going to do a Family Guy musical. But then he said like <clears throat> they've got a story for the film, and it's it's one hundred percent something you couldn't do on TV. So right. Great, cool. <laughs> What have Fox said no to? Like, <laughs> they've done some pretty awful shit on Family Guy. Like, what have Fox declined? You know. So, but then there's been nothing of it because he's become quite popular in the film industry with Ted, and mm. he did that fucking Western one that wasn't particularly worth watching. Shall we say <laughs> it was okay? It was okay. Oh, it was right. I, I certainly won't see it again, but it was okay. Um, well, but, to be honest, I, I think I. Having had a bit of time to step back from it, I think I might have enjoyed it a bit more than Ted. Cause really? I, w- I wasn't wild about Ted, sort of looking back. No, I really um, enjoyed Ted. I think I, I, I think I enjoyed it. It's not that I didn't enjoy it, but I think looking back, if you gave me a choice of watching one or the other, I'd probably watch A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh, Again. But, no, um, I like Ted. I've got a full-size Ted in my room now, just because I like Ted that much. Like. Although, <laughs> No, I know, I know you, you've got you've got the the the, the talking toy Ted. Mm. Um, although I have to say, I I, I did, I did uh, love um, even though it was the tiniest tiniest and really stupid part. I did love uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, pop it up sort of thing. Just <laughs> yeah, I think one thing I did like about the movie was just ridiculously random cameos from yeah. from people. Like that first one when McGregor pops up, I was like, "Is that you, McGregor?" And then I just convinced myself, "No, well, it wasn't you, McGregor. It wasn't you, McGregor." And then of course Ryan Reynolds pops up. I'm like, "Oh right, okay, I can see where this is going now." In fact, yeah. there was one really good bit about that movie. And I wish they played it out a little bit more, and it was Doc Brown just appearing um, oh, yeah. back with the, with the DeLorean. Oh, that was. I kind of wish that they made more of that, but obviously, you know, they probably couldn't. So, but that was fun. That was fun. But um, so for anyone listening to our podcast as well, we uh, we've started coming up with some some feature ideas. Yes, we've 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 got a new feature we want to we want to start today. Um, yeah. And uh, um, talking of movies, it's uh, yeah, we are talking about movies, so it's, it's so a good way to, well. to segue into it. So, <clears throat> this new feature is uh, it's a it's a review. Um, we're going to start reviewing movies for you, um, but there's a little bit of a twist. Um, so this week, Alex is going to suggest a movie. Well, he's not going to suggest; he's outright going to tell me to watch a film and 
he's going to he's chosen a specifically bad film for me to watch. And next week I'm going to review it, but I'm not allowed to say anything bad about it. I've got to find the good points about the film. Now so then we're having we're having good reviews of bad movies. Yeah, then I get to suggest outright tell Alex to watch a certain film. Now I'll say this now because I haven't said this to Alex yet um, today. Um, we should be starting off quite light with these films because you can expect that this will escalate. <laughs> I know. Well, that's, what, that's what I was thinking. I, was, I wasn't sure about this movie, but thinking about it, it's not going to be the worst one. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, say I've, I've been thinking of some movies and I'm thinking, you know what, I can't, I can't possibly get, get you to watch that straight away because I want to <laughs> save that. And I, I, I mentioned this. Um, I mentioned this feature to my sister, uh, and she said, "Well," <laughs> and I specifically said it in correlation to the fact that eventually I'm going to get you to watch the Adam Sandler um, masterpiece, um, Jack and Jill. Uh, and she said, "What if Alex gets you to watch it first? <laughs> and I went, "Well, there is no rule of, you know." Well, who, see, you know. the reason the reason I wouldn't um, I wouldn't get you to watch that first is because I think in your sick, demented, twisted head you might actually enjoy Jack and I, that, Jill. That's it. the worst thing. I built it up to be so bad in my head that I probably would enjoy it. I mean, the thing is, like, <laughs> but no, no, I I I I, I know I, I wouldn't take that pleasure away from you. Um, yeah, just just the same as I wouldn't give you um, the Last Airbender because. I'm probably gonna end up, I, the thing is, I'm probably going to end up watching that once I've finished the series anyway, just to see how bad it is. The, what's that thing? Well, maybe if you like, I could give it to you. Actually, you <laughs> know, now, now I know you're actually watching the series. Yeah. Maybe I could give it to you. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I don't think I could. But even so, I'm not sure I could quite stand hearing you say good things about that. Movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's a sad. I'm probably not to do Dragon yeah. Evolution because that's the similar, pretty much exactly the same sort of situation for me. In that, if anyone says a good thing about Dragon Ball Evolution, I just want to break them, <laughs> like in in a similar style to the way Bane breaks Batman's back. I'd like to pick that person up over my head and just bend them until. Um, so, but as I say, so th- this will escalate, and so um, we're going to start off light. I'm still going to have to, you know, I'm probably gonna, not going to enjoy the film, but I mean, that's the thing. The best thing about this is I enjoy some bad films. I'm sure Alex has got a couple of bad films that he enjoys, so we might actually enjoy some of these films. We might, we might. It should, it should be a fun feature overall. And so, well, all right. Well, the first movie, the first bad movie to which I would like to hear a good review of, terrified that I am setting you, <laughs> is Bionicle Three: Web of Shadows. Oh, fucking hell! All right, okay. It's it's the second sequel in a straight to DVD film. Fucking hell! <laughs> All right, tell me more about the film. Sell it to me. No, no, I I I, I want to hear you telling me about the film. No, I, I, I just want to know facts about the film. Like, okay, not, well, it's not, not your own opinion, just just facts. Like, is it's... there anyone? Is there anyone in it? <laughs> 
I know there are people I don't, in I don't, it. I don't, I don't think there are any voice actors anymore. Maybe there are. It's been that long since I watched it. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's. I'll, I'll, I'll say it's, it's set in an, in, in an underground city. Okay, right. Okay, so <laughs> tune in next week to hear me review Bionicle Three. What, what Web- was the, what was the subtitle to it? Web of Shadows. Bionicle Three, Web of Shadows. It's, it's, <laughs> it's gonna, gonna suck. be a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already thinking of what to what to suggest to you. I think I've, <laughs> the thing is, I think I've already got it, but I kind of want to save this one because it is considered one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> but the worst thing is, I kind of enjoyed the movie. Like that's that's why I'm I'm, I'm hesitant to do it. Oh God. I'm, I'm I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm going to have to. Well, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see who 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 <clears throat> gets to um, suggesting the room first. Yeah, <laughs> which um, I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah, I mean, eventually we're just going to make our way through the Adam Sandler back catalogue. <laughs> <clears throat> the worst thing is, where do we go from there? Uh, well, we will move on to uh, uh, move on to Owen Wilson, of course. I, there's nothing wrong with Owen Wilson. He learns his <laughs> lesson. He comes back in the next movie and needs to learn another lesson. It's a solid authentic, genuine structure. Owen Wilson needs to learn a lesson. <laughs> and he does. Unless he's with Vince Vaughn, in which case usually Vince Vaughn is the one that needs to learn a lesson. But really, Owen Wilson needs to learn a lesson as well. <laughs> but not, 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 not such a big lesson. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he, he's, a, more a of, lesson. he's more of a catalyst for, for Vince Vaughn to learn his lesson. And through Vince Vaughn learning his lesson, Owen Wilson learns that he's just made a lot of money off of this film. Wedding crashes, by the way. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. then. Right, well, tune in next week to hear that uh, to hear the review. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, uh, the email address is thetagpodcast at gmail dot com, and the website is thetagpodcast dot wordpress dot com. And do we have a theme for next week? So we decide. Um, next week we've not got one we've settled on yet, but uh, it'll that'll that'll be a mystery for you. You'd, You'll have uh, to tune in to find out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cherry. Bye. Bye. Bye.